Welcome to the Vacant Championship Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff Simmons, and uh, over there's my tag team partner, my beautiful wife, my partner in life, Katie Reed. Hi. Well, Katie, we have Raw and NXT to cover. This is obviously the Raw go home to Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. So, um, and plus a little bit of news. But we'll start with Raw for five four twenty. And uh, we get a recap of the contract signing last week. It obviously ended tumultuously like every contract signing ever does. Uh, Don't know Seth, why they have them anymore. Right. Uh, between Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. We start off with the VIP lounge once again. But this time it's the women's uh, Money in the Bank competitors for Raw. So it's Nia Jax, Asuka, and Shayna Baszler. We get a recap of the triple threat match that never was last week. That Wasn't never even really a match. I don't know why they keep calling it a match. Didn't even officially get started. Um, and then it kind of, you know, things kind of fizzle out during this thing, too. And um, and then we go to a uh, last chance um, Money in the Bank qualifying match, which turns out to be a gauntlet match. This turns out to be a really long match, like as most gauntlet matches too match. are. Too ma- too long. Sorry. And uh, so we start off with uh, Bobby Lashley and Titus O'Neil. They start off the match. Lashley hits a spear and eliminates Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Tazawa is out next and gets a spear from Lashley and suffers the same exact fate that Titus O'Neil did. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin is out, and he looks a little flashy for a second, but then Lashley hits him. With and a spear? Uh, yeah, hits him with a spear, and that's the the end of Shelton Benjamin. Uh, Humberto Carrillo is out next. Um, Lashley, during this uh, match he has with Carrillo, ends up getting disqualified, so Lashley is out of this uh, gauntlet, and it's Carrillo. Angel Garza is next uh, in the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. He comes out, obviously, we've seen the stuff with uh, Garza and Carrillo in the past. They had the whole DDT uh, angle and the whole thing with Andrade and everything. Um, obviously, Garza's cousin comes out and, um, you know, they kind of, they kind of have a, like, the first real, like, official match. Yeah, I guess you could say. It, was, it was three squashes, then a match. Right, it seemed like the match really got into high gear here, you know. Um, some decent stuff in this one, but, and then like in the middle of this, we get this thing about like Lashley and Lana, this, you're like, why are you interrupting this right now with your dumb self? As if anybody cares about Lashley and Lana, you know, they need to just end that story. Right. Yeah. Call it good. But, uh, sunset flip by Carrillo and he ends up moving on here in a pretty competitive, uh, sequence there with uh angel garza austin theory is out next so one of selena's charges comes out directly after her first one does mm-hmm. um and you know uh carrillo ends up rolling through with uh after a brief little struggle with austin theory ends up getting a small package to advance in this one yep so he's really mowing mowing it down you know mm-hmm. is is carrillo and then all of a sudden, here comes an old thorn in his side. AJ Styles is back on Raw. It's the first time we've seen AJ Styles Woo! since uh, the Boneyard match at WrestleMania 36. You know, I was kind of hoping they were going to have like a zombie AJ Styles. I think that would have been really funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he comes back as this undead 
he's been underground and all this and just maybe as a joke for the first week you know or whatever but um you know obviously he's looking pretty good in this one um he repeatedly slams uh, Carrillo's ankle into the ring post at Uh this and uh you know he hits the uh he ends up hitting the calf crusher on Carrillo to to qualify for money in the bank yeah and then he cuts this this promo, and he says he's not a zombie, though. So we that's why we didn't get the, I'm not a zombie, I'm not a ghost. All right. <laughs> and that he's going to win uh, at Money in the Bank, you know, which um, we'll see how that plays out, you know. Uh, I think he's definitely one of the odds-on favorites. To, to win. Yep, uh, especially coming back like that, you know, it would really tell a good story, I think, if AJ was to come back and win money in the bank and uh you know because gallows and anderson no longer there uh, so no, they nobody, gotta make storyline for him exactly he has nobody to fall back on but himself now so um throughout the night various money in the bank matches are shown in kind of the the countdown it was kind of like the thing they did with triple h where the you know triple h's show but they only did it for money in the bank here mm-hmm. they do the top 10 money in the bank moments you know obviously um, and all of our favorite Money in the Bank moments are shown throughout the night. And then you get uh, an exclusive interview with with Seth Rollins and Charlie Caruso. Seth obviously being, you know, Monday Night Messiah, all heel mode. He, he doesn't call Charlie Caruso Chuck anymore, which I do kind of miss. But it's funny that he's he's now serious and he's, he's calling her Charlie now. And um, she asked him about about the upcoming title match at at Money in the Bank and uh-huh. you know yada 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 he thinks that you know he's going to be the the next champion mm. and cuz I'm Messiah I'm this I'm that um so then we get uh Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink who are backstage they get a little pep talk from MVP who as you remember last week MVP showed up on the Tron and you know said hey we these guys deserve a rematch with Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Yep. Um, and then they do. They get that match. Um, MVP is kind of like the he's kind of like the advisor, I guess, of this team because he's not actually officially their manager. He doesn't come out with them or nothing. Uh-huh. So, but this is a pretty good uh, Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne versus Cedric and Ricochet a rematch here. It's a pretty good solid match. Yep. Back and forth. Uh, great tag teamwork early going for from Ricochet and Cedric. Uh, Ricochet gets the hot tag and does a springboard into Hurricanrana. Vink floors Ricochet with a big boot, and uh, Thorn and Vink pick up a huge what in what I would almost call an upset win. Yeah, he um, kicked Ricochet in the face. Yeah, with a big boot and it takes him down, and uh, so kind of a big win here for Brendan Vink and Shane Thorn. It looks like. It's too early to tell, but it looks like that Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne are going to be a tag team that's going to be kind of sticking around. Yep. And I'm okay with that because we've talked about it on the show before. You know, tag team wrestling is kind of seeing this resurgence, and I and I like it. Yeah, I do because too. Because I love tag team wrestling. You know, it's my favorite form of wrestling. And, and speaking of tag team wrestling, our next match we get uh, the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. A big matchup here. Uh, obviously, title implications. It's a non-title match. But, mm-hmm. you know, you got to figure if the Viking Raiders win, 
they're probably in the driver's seat for the Raw Tag Titles. Yep. So um, we get a short Street Profits promo before the match. And then right off the bat, you know, the, the bell rings and there's this big capture suplex by Eric on, on Montez. Uh, Ibar gets tagged in and it hits a splash and, um, you know, and it's a massive splash. Somehow Montez is able to kick out. Dawkins gets a tag and goes ham on the Raiders. The Street Profits kind of go back into control for a minute. There's a big gut wrench by Dawkins. Uh, and the uh, Street Profits hit the, the, the cash out splash. Uh-huh. And then, you know, it looks like they're about to win it. You know, they're about to win it. But then all of a sudden... Eric comes in, breaks it up at the very last second, and mm-hmm. then they hit the uh, the Viking Experience and the Viking Raiders, which they botched get, that move again. They yeah, they kind of did. They it's well, it's a tough move to you know. Obviously, it looks like it, it's got to be a tough move to do because you know it's you got to catch the guy. The one guy's got to catch the other guy, and you know it's it's a tough one. But but yeah, that's the, the second week in a row that they've you know not botchroni. But anyway, big, nonetheless, big win for the Viking Raiders yep. here. Um, this was a important win for them. Like I said, it puts them right in the raw tag title hunt. But it was um, a very long match, and it went on longer than it should have. Right, I'm I agree. just saying. I agree. It it definitely did go on a little bit longer than it should have, but it was it was still decent. It was still an okay match. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a. Uh, a Drew McIntyre promo on Murphy. Obviously, that is our main event tonight. Drew McIntyre versus Murphy in a non-title match um, because of the whole actions last week with the the contract signing. Um, Murphy got involved in that in the very end of that. So that led us to this main event. Mm-hmm. But uh, we also get a Viking Raiders promo. And, you know, they basically just say that they were they're the better team, which... They proved it on Raw. Yeah. That they, they they were the better team tonight on Raw, uh, that night on Raw. Um, you know, so they, you know, if... They're going to get a title yeah, match absolutely. at um, they have Money in it. the Bank. Yeah. Even if it's on the pre-show, they're probably going to get the title shot. Yeah. Uh, because they still haven't, as far as I know, they have not added a pre-show match for Money in the Bank. Uh, right now it is a six match card, so you're looking at possibly a pre show match plus another match added, possibly. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But, anyways, um, yeah. So that's definitely probably going to be the the pre show match. But we get a couple of promos. We get one from Alistair Black, and he kind of uh, singles out AJ Styles in his Money in the Bank promo. Um, you know, on, on how he's had this kind of story where he was literally buried, you know, buried alive. And then he comes back and rises from the ashes and he, but he's only going to be, you know, disappointed at money in the bank when Alistair, Alistair Black, excuse me, uh, says he's going to win it. You know, then we get a promo from Rey Mysterio who's, you know, basically says I'm going to win money in the bank. Um, Charlotte cuts a promo on, uh, her opponent for NXT this week, which is Io Shirai, um, for the NXT title. She's interrupted by Liv Morgan, who kind of says, you know, she didn't need her father to get where she is today. Oh my God, you know? this story. And and Liv kind of, you know, uses that against Charlotte. And um, Charlotte says, well, you know, I, regardless if I was 
born with a silver spoon, you know, in my mouth. I still back it up in the ring, blah, blah, blah. I can kick your ass, more or less. <laughs> so, essentially, we get, you know, Charlotte challenging Liv to a match, saying, okay, let's go right here. And Liv says, okay. So, we get an impromptu match here between the NXT Women's Champion Charlotte against Liv. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, Liv hits a dropkick in a hurricanrana, but is quickly grounded by a clothesline from Charlotte. Um... Liv goes hard into the buckle. Liv hits a shining wizard. There's a huge jawbreaker from Liv, and then uh, Charlotte catches Liv into a sit-down powerbomb for a very near fall. Charlotte with the Boston Crab. Liv hits a top rope code breaker. Liv tries to, uh, towards the end of the match here, Liv tries to strike Charlotte while she's on the ropes, and uh, Charlotte rolls her into the figure four to bridge into the figure eight, and Liv ends up tapping out. Mm-hmm. But uh, strong showing here for both uh, the NXT Women's Champion Charlotte Flair and Liv Morgan. You yep. know, Liv Morgan is definitely, they're definitely using her a lot more mm-hmm. now with this whole new gimmick, this karma gimmick that she's, that I still don't really understand. I don't either. Um, but I, I don't mind her ring work, you no. know, and I think. I think she's gotten a lot better. Absolutely. Um, from her even from her days in NXT, but specifically even in the Riot Squad, you yeah, know, uh, she's improved uh, dramatically. And know? then we go into a virtual tour of the WWE headquarters. So the virtual tour of the WWE headquarters, obviously, we're going to. This was simply because of the Money in the Bank match. We're going to get these this Money in the Bank match, this simultaneous Money in the Bank match. It's going to have the women's Money in the Bank and the men's Money in the Bank. It's going to be the same time they're going to be having both of these matches at the same time. They showed some of the areas that, you know, they're possibly going to be going in mm-hmm. or whatever. This is going to be difficult to watch, I feel like. It's going to be it's going to be difficult. Yes. Um especially for coverage, you know, we're going <laughs> to uh, Katie might have to cover the women's and I might have to cover the men's for this. Yep. <laughs> this that's going to be how this is probably going to work, but just sporadically looking at the other screen, you know, but, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting though. Mm-hmm. It is really going to be interesting. It has me intrigued. I got to mm-hmm. say that. Um, and then we go to our main event, which, uh, turns out to actually be a pretty decent main event. Drew McIntyre versus Murphy. Murphy's accompanied by Seth Rollins. And at the beginning, Seth kind of just... He's kind of on the rampway, you know, doing his Monday Night Messiah. I'm going to observe, you know, he doesn't go down by the ring. I'm going to pray for you. Right. <laughs> and um, so right, it starts right off the bat. You know, Drew is kind of manhandling Murphy in the early going, but uh, then he rams Murphy in the, the barricade on the outside, and he's really in control. But then... Uh, Murphy gains control by slamming Drew into the ring post. And then Seth, you know, gradually starts moving closer to the ring. Yeah. And Drew regains control, but suddenly Murphy gets a powerbomb while while Drew is on the top rope. But Murphy walks into a Claymore, and Drew wins this match. Mm -hmm. So pretty good, like I said, pretty good main event. Uh, Drew looking really strong going into Money in the Bank. And then after this match... Uh, Seth refuses to get in the ring, and then suddenly he does. He gets in the ring out of nowhere with a super super kick. Excuse me. He grabs the WWE title, mm-hmm. and then um, goes for a stomp. But Drew is too quick on the draw and hits him with a Glasgow kiss, and then that's how Raw 
ends for the night. So pretty good uh, little ending, pretty good go home there segment for for Raw. So we'll go to NXT tonight. Uh, basically a double main event for NXT tonight. Two title matches advertised. Io Shirai challenging Charlotte Flair for uh-huh. the NXT Women's Title, and Adam Cole defending the NXT Championship against the Velveteen Dream. So uh-huh. another stacked NXT here. Uh, Johnny Gargano, who has some new music, comes out. You remember last week it was set up. Johnny Gargano one on one with Dominic Dijakovic. He uh, so we get that match. Gar- Gargano's in control early on. Um, Dijakovic gets a big discus clothesline. Candice LeRae makes her way to the ring at one point during mm-hmm. this match. Um, Gargano dumps Dijakovic and uh, hits him with a tope. A big 360 kick by Dijakovic. Really back and forth uh, pace yeah. to this matchup because you got two phenomenal, phenomenal workers here. And LeRae tried to get involved at the beginning, too. She did, a, yeah, she did try to get involved, but really to no avail. No. Because um, Dive Djokovic threatened her. <laughs> right, right. And then uh, Gargano is... Dive Djokovic, excuse me, gets a... Um, the story of this match, really, is Gargano's trying to remove the turnbuckle pad. He's throughout this match. Mm-hmm. And then Dijakovic gets this giant choke bomb. And then soon after that, Gargano, he has Gargano in the corner. Gargano's able to kind of sidestep away uh, from the referee's view and get the turnbuckle pad off. And then um, Dijakovic is, goes, you know, head scissors right into the exposed turnbuckle. And then Gargano hits the, uh, the one final beat DDT, which is his kind of falling DDT for the win. Mm-hmm. So highly competitive match. Both guys really shined here. Yep. Um, and Gargano ends up picking the big big win up. So, and then uh, we go into a recap of Imperium attack last week on uh, Matt Riddle and Thatcher. The aka the new bro- Broserweights uh, is what I'm calling them. You know the because obviously Timothy Thatcher's still in for for Peter Dune. Peter Dune. And uh, Imperium challenges the uh, Broserweights. We go to a little short promo. Imperium challenges the Broserweights for an NXT tag title match. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go to a Cruiserweight tournament match with Akira Tozawa versus Gentleman Jack Gallagher. And Gallagher, but okay. Gentleman Jack Gallagher. And... <laughs> Tazawa with an octopus hold right out of the gate. Uh, German suplex follows that. Tazawa's really coming out like a house of fire. You know, he's, I gotta say, and, and I, I know I've mentioned this on the show before, I've never been big on Tazawa, but he's starting to win me over a little bit. Yeah. Because um, he's, a, you know, he's really good. He's He's got some, you know, uh fluidity. He's coming out every time on the offense. Absolutely. But. He's coming out like a house of fire. He's got real good fluidity in the ring. Mm-hmm. And um he hits a DDT on the apron and uh goes for the then goes up for the senton, you know. Gallagher was able to get a little bit of offense in this not much. but not a lot. Yeah, so uh gets the senton, gets the 1 2 3. Uh, Tazawa is now 2-0. Gallagher is basically out of this tournament because he is now 0-2. And Tazawa says that he will beat El Hijo de Fantasma, who is his next opponent. So, 
Should be an interesting matchup there, too. Uh, then we go to Zia Lee, and Zia Lee is out there, and Robert Stone comes out and introduces Chelsea Green, his client. Um, it's not long before uh, Aaliyah comes to ringside and distracts Zia Lee. Twice. Yes, twice. <laughs> and Chelsea Green hits the I'm Prettier, which if you haven't seen this, it's basically the Christian's Unprettier uh, for the win. Robert Stone extends his hand after the match to Aaliyah, and she kind of takes it, but she's kind of like, eh, I don't know uh, if I don't trust touch this. Me. Yeah, <laughs> kind of hesitant. Uh, we get a Velveteen promo on the main event, the first of a couple tonight that we, you know, we get video packages and promos and all, all kinds of hype packages towards the big main event tonight. Um, and then we get to a debut, which is Karrion Cross, uh, formerly Killer Cross, as a lot of people know him, with Scarlet. And uh, he has taken on Leon Ruff here. Oh, man, the entrance. It's it's a really cool entrance. They did a fantastic job on this entrance. Do you think they're going to do that every time? Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. You know, because this is a new new gimmick, and they've really... Um, for people that are familiar, such as myself, familiar with uh, Killer Cross, Katie's not as familiar, but... Um, you know, this is a real change to what he is used to because, you know, he's really, obviously he's still playing off that whole shoot fighting gimmick, mm-hmm. but it's not as, it's not as dark. This It's a lot darker now. It's really, there's, it's a really cool sight to see what the WWE repackaged him as. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, but anyways, cross drops, uh, rough, Right onto his neck with the uh, the Doomsday Saito. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. If <laughs> he did that twice, yeah, he did that. Ended up doing that twice, um, and, and then, then put the, him into the the cross jacket. Yeah, he locks the cross jacket on, and Leon Ruff taps out uh, immediately. So you know a squash here, of course, which you don't expect much else. No, from a debut, but carry on cross. You know this is really a, this is going to be a fun. Yes. Uh, fun time watching him in NXT um with with Scarlet here but especially once he gets beyond the jobber phase you know once he starts getting feuds you know because obviously one of his first feuds is going to be Tommaso Ciampa right who that's going to be real good who he attacked a few weeks ago so yeah um and then we go to an a uh, Thatcher Riddle promo. They accepted the challenge from Imperium, basically. Yep. So uh, it's announced later in the show that uh, next week we will get the AKA new Roserweights, Timothy Thatcher and Matthew Riddle against Imperium, uh, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel for the NXT tag titles next week. So yep. should be a solid match there. Then we go to uh, what would be basically our first of a double main event, uh, NXT women's title match, Io Shirai versus Charlotte Flair. Charlotte with a head head scissors submission. She's really dominating with submissions early on here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Shirai attempts a, a sunset flip really early on but gets a stiff right hand for her troubles. And Shirai hits a springboard drop kick, a top rope Frankensteiner from Io Shirai. Charlotte misses a moonsault. EO does a, a misses a moonsault as well, so they kind of exchange that. Charlotte hits the big boot. Um, EO tr- tries a moonsault on the outside, and then 
just out of nowhere, Charlotte grabs a kendo stick and just starts waffling Io Shirai. She ends up getting disqualified. And then she goes for the steel steps. And all of a sudden, Rhea Ripley is back. Rhea Ripley, we haven't seen her since WrestleMania 36. She's back. Good to see her back. Mm-hmm. It means her, her feud with Charlotte ain't over either. Absolutely. And But before that, uh, Rhea, and uh, she's kind of cutting a little promo. And then Io kind of comes at her backstage. They have a pull apart. So before... Rhea can get to Charlotte, she's got to deal with Io Shirai. Yep. So, uh, interesting uh, situation there with the NXT women's title. Cruiserweight uh, tournament, you know, the interim cruiserweight tournament, another match here. You got Kushida versus Jake Atlas. Uh, Kushida's kind of flying all over the place in this one, everywhere. Atlas gets a, a beautiful neck breaker after a couple of kicks. And he looks good for a second. It looks like he's going to just beat Kushida, but Kushida hooks on the arm bar. Atlas comes out of midair and uh, comes off the top rope. And right in midair, I should say, Kushida hooks in the arm bar. Atlas taps out. And now Kushida is 2-0, and and Jake Atlas is now 1-1. and So Kushida is on top of one bracket, mm-hmm. and Tazawa is on top of the other bracket. But still, another round of matches to go. Um, so we'll see what, how this plays out. You know, obviously we still have the story with good old Drake Maverick (laughs) chugging along. So interesting, uh, developments in the, in the interim cruiserweight tournament. And then we go into a Finn Balor promo from a stand about his attacker. Um, when he got attacked last week backstage, he just really didn't reveal who the attacker was. He just said, watch out for whoever the attacker is. Well, it was, uh, yeah, it was a couple of weeks now. Yeah. But yeah, it was yeah, he uh he talks about, you know, that you get a push in this business if you attack the top guy, basically, well it's not gonna be a push, it's gonna be a squash. Yeah. So a little uh terminology there for I know, a little wrestling I like terminology. It. I like that. Yeah. Uh one of my f- personal favorite guys on NXT right now, Cameron Grimes, is in the next match. Against another guy that we've seen a lot of lately. <laughs> Denzel Desjarnet. Yep. And Denzel, you know, with uh, two release belly-to-bellies right off the beginning, he looks really good here yeah. for a second. But then all of a sudden Grimes hits him with a cave-in and this one is over. Yeah. <laughs> but, Squash uh, right off bat. <laughs> yeah. So Cameron Grimes looks really good here. Then he cuts a, a short promo on Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really realize it, but Finn is creeped up behind him and is in the ring now mm-hmm. and then uh you know he's just talking shit and he he says you know i need to i want to slap finn balor in the face and then finn comes out and it's like you want to slap me in the face then slap me in the face right and then balor takes him down he does a double stomp and then hits a sling blade and uh, grimes powers to the outside and it is announced that we will get finn balor versus cameron grimes next week yep. which is another uh good, good match back. so mm-hmm. We're stacking up the card again for NXT next week. You know, it's looking good again. And then we go to our main event. Uh, Adam Cole, the NXT champion, defending against the Velveteen Dream. Uh, Dream rams Cole into the into the steel steps. Uh, Cole then hits the, the two super kicks and looks for the last shot. But uh, Velveteen counters with a spine buster. Hits a Dream DT on Cole. 
super kick by Dream, a backstabber by uh, by Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong come out. And then Loomis comes crawling out from under the ring apron. Like the creeper he is. <laughs> to attack Strong and Fish. And then Fish, I believe, knocked out the ref. And then Dream goes to hit, well, he hit his purple rain. Purple rainmaker. Maker and had the count. He was about ready to win the championship, but the ref was out. And then he went, dove into uh, Strong and Fish. Came back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam gave him a super kick. Then uh, last yep. shot. And Adam Cole retains. Yep. So Adam Cole, after all that, Adam Cole's still NXT champion. Um, highly competitive match. Really, just right off the bat, this match was just kicked into high gear. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, great main event. So that um, covers NXT. So we're going to get to a little news, but before we can get to uh, Katie's news, uh, I have a little bit of news too. Uh, Former XPW wrestler and standout deathmatch competitor Supreme has passed away today at the age of 49. Uh, His cause of death has not yet been revealed. Uh, Once we do get that, we will let you know, but... um, once that is, you know, shared with the public, obviously, we will share it with you. But 49, uh, RIP Supreme, one of the deathmatch legends in professional wrestling. So so we'll go to some other news. All right. So New Japan postpones Wrestle Dynasty um, at Madison Square Garden to uh, 2021. MJF versus The Jungle Boy is announced for double or AEW Double or Nothing. And obviously, this is our second announced match for Double or Nothing. Uh, we also have Cody Rhodes versus Lance Archer for the TNT title tournament. At some point, you know, we're going to figure out who uh, John Moxley is going to defend the AEW championship against, possibly this week on Dynamite. So uh, we'll figure that out. But anyways. Uh, CM Punk set for next week uh, for WWE Backstage. And there's also been a rumor, I got to say this, I got to mention this, there's also been a rumor that CM Punk could possibly be the SmackDown computer hacker. That is just a rumor right now, obviously. But mm-hmm. there is a... Um, there's I still think it's... Uh, Mustafa yeah. or Ali, whatever they call him. Yeah, I, I think so too. But what a way to get CM Punk back... Into the WWE. Into the WWE. I mean, they've already kind of done that, but he's still... You know it's going to happen eventually. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. So we'll see when it does. But I'm curious of who this hacker is actually going to be. But anyway. And our last uh, piece of news is Cain Velasquez's coach dismisses possible UFC return and says he's wrestling. Quote-unquote, he's wrestling. So we are going to see Cain Velasquez again. There's no doubt about it. Katie's banging her head, and I kind of am too because I really wish this guy would just stay in UFC. But they invested too much money into this guy, you know, to just let him go back. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Right. That whole thing with, you know, Super Showdown and everything. and Super Blowdown, if you ask me. Right. But, yeah, so that's going to wrap things up here. 
Before we go, though, let's talk a little bit about uh, the shows that are coming up. So we are going to have an episode on Saturday, which we're going to cover um, AEW and SmackDown, of course, like we always do. But we're also going to include our Money in the Bank picks for that night. And instead of a Slammin' Sunday series this week, we're going to have a reaction and review show for Money in the Bank Sunday night after the pay-per-view, after Money in the Bank. So um, stay tuned for that. The Slammin' Sunday series will pick up the following Sunday uh, with the Worst Gimmicks uh, tournament also. And also this week we will announce the winner of the uh, Worst Themes uh, contest too, the worst wrestling themes. If you haven't checked out that episode, check it out. Um, give us a follow, give us a like, check us out on Vacant Championship Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you know, questions, comments, concerns, let us know what we're doing wrong. Wrong. Let us know what we're doing right. Whatever, whatever you want to let us know. Um, but that's gonna wrap things up. Thank you for listening to the Vacant Championship Wrestling Podcast. As always, my name is Jeff Simmons. And I'm Katie Reed. We'll catch you on the flip side.